Hey, and welcome back to this episode of the podcast. So it feels like a while since I've shared a little anecdotal story like this with you on this show. Um, and I've been wanting to to do this one, this episode for a while, and it just feels like today is the right time. So today's the day I'm going to share it with you. So what I wanted to share with you is about so much of the stuff that um that we do here in the Happiness Hunter is really about getting super clear about what it is that we want, and then putting it out there, like taking an action on that. So taking action as if as if as if it is a reality. So as you probably know. The last three years, I've been in the process of creating my second book, It Is Possible, and that book is now finished. It is now available on all the audio streaming platforms, and it quite possibly will be available through all of the online book distributors um, when this episode goes live. And if not, it will be available very shortly thereafter. But if you would like to find out about the book, you can go to the website and it will have the links to all the places it's available at www.thehappinesshunter.com forward slash it is possible. And you can find all the information about the book there um, and where you can buy it. But anyway, I realized one of the things was that, you know, I created this book and I, I was not really wanting to market it. Um, I, it was, it just felt like, like the marketing, like basically you write a book, right? Especially, especially if you self-publish, but even if you don't, even if it's done through a publishing, um, company, 98% of your book to get it out there is marketing. The book is like 2%. You've got to go market the book. That's the real work that is involved when you create a book. And what I recognized was, you know, I had created the book and I was happy to do do the actual, the doing of the marketing for the book, but actually developing that strategy and working out what that would look like and how I was going to execute it was actually, I didn't, it was, it was almost too much. Like what is my publicity strategy? What is my PR strategy? What is my marketing strategy? It was almost too much. And I was looking at what other people were doing and it was just making me feel tired looking at what they were doing to promote their books. And I was like, all right, let's just hold, pause this whole project for the moment while I collect myself. And I was like, well, maybe I just wrote this book for me. Like maybe the whole purpose of writing It Is Possible was for me, for my own personal journey of being able to write the book, to organize my thinking, to kind of understand what it, you know, really to consolidate and develop the frameworks. And maybe that's what the whole, the whole idea of it was. I didn't know. I just kind of let it all go. But then um, sort of, I relaunched the podcast. I kept 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 moving forward, and then I was like, "Okay, yep, we're ready for this book now. It's ready to be released." And I was like, "Okay, so what's my marketing and publicity plan?" And then I thought, "You know what? I've done my job. I've written the book. I'm very happy to do whatever I need to do to promote the book in terms of to get it out there. But the bridge between building that book and getting that book out there." is the marketing and the publicity strategy. And that's not my zone of genius. What do I do? And so one of the things that happened for me when I was having this really, this process of really, really having to properly reevaluate everything, go back to my why, um, one of the journaling activities I did one day was it was like really like what what am I meant to do? What is the best thing for me to do here? And one of the things, in fact, it wasn't even one of the things, it was just this, this thing flew out of me. And it was like, I just have to write from my heart. 
And so from that point, I've just been writing a lot more. I've been um, doing a lot more long-form micro-blogging. Um, I've just been writing more, actually, in, in all areas. So I decided to write a memo to the marketing department of the universe and the universal department of publicity and literally hand over the strategy, the development of the strategy. And I did a post on Facebook around that. And this is what it said. Memo two, the marketing department of the universe and the universal department of publicity. Following on from my recent request and our recent discussion, I'm just formalizing our agreement in writing. As you know, I have recently completed my second book, It Is Possible. As per my understanding, my job was to write the book, create the audiobook, and get the book to the point of publication and get it published. I've done my bit and the book should be launching in the next month. I am now formally handing this project over to you both to develop the marketing and publicity strategies to share it with the world. This is your job and this is your area of expertise. I know you have access to unlimited resources and people to make it happen. I also know you have the connections, means and ability to open all the doors and to create next level pathways and opportunities to help this book reach the people who need to read it or listen to it. As I have committed to you, I am willing to do whatever you suggest and am open to doing things that are going to help me grow too. I'm just going to follow your instructions. I know you've got this and it's not my job to work out the how or to think at all about it. I'll just be here ready to say yes. Taking action on all the ideas and opportunities that you send my way. I am so grateful and I am so excited about working together to make this happen. Love, Fiona. Now that post ended up being one of the best performing posts I've done in a long time. And when I say best performing, I mean in terms of engagement, in terms of reach, in terms of people who really connected with what I had written. And as a result of that, several opportunities came in for me simply by me stating this is what's happening and I believe it is possible. And what I wanted to share with you now, um, following on from my little introduction here, is actually a conversation I had with Jane Turner of Write With Jane. And Jane's whole business, she, she helps authors get published, basically, write their books and get published. But she also has a platform so that authors can share their books with a wider community. And Jane um, very kindly said that she'd been nudged, you know, tap, tap, tapped on the shoulder by the universe to get in touch with me and she would love to interview me. So I wanted to share this interview with you um, on this podcast to just really show you in a way what happens when we get clear and we are willing and able and courageous enough to put ourselves forward out there and say, hey, this is where I need help. Can anybody help me? And then what happens with that? Because I got so clear and I said, I'm happy to do the work. Like, but the, the, the thinking about the strategy was really stressing me out. And I didn't want to have to do a normal book launch strategy because I don't actually, I look at people doing them and they actually, it makes me tired. Like I just go, oh, that's just looks really exhausting. I just wanted to do something that felt to me really clean and 
open and joyful and expansive and I wasn't pushing and I it's not about being a best-selling author on Amazon or anything like that it's literally just about what is the best way what are the ways what is the how for me to share this book and get this book out there into the world and then one of my um, gorgeous clients Kate um, who was a former book publicist she offered to have a conversation with me had a fantastic conversation with her Um, I've been on a number of other podcasts there's been other opportunities that have kind of opened up but then I, I had this wonderful idea for how I could, you know, in terms of actually getting awareness for the book out there and bringing the community of people along for the ride with that. And I'll be sharing a little bit more about that in the conversation I had with Jane, which is coming up now. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks again for tuning in. But just remember what we need to do in life. We need to get really clear, really so clear about what we want and what we're asking for. And we need to feel comfortable and not scared of asking for that. And then we have to be open to the guidance that comes in along the way. And then we need to take action on it. It's a really simple formula. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this session of Authors in Conversation. I'm Jane Turner from writewithjane.com. And I have with me today Fiona Redding who is the person behind the Happiness Hunter podcast, which I'd love to hear more about in a moment, Fiona. But what we're celebrating here is her new book, It Is Possible. Um, Jane, it's such an interesting conversation that we are about to embark on, I think, because um, I've been really reflecting on this and, you know, why did I write the book? And I started writing this book in 2020 um, during covid when I had basically had to massively pivot my business, get everything online. Um, And I don't know, I was out walking one day and this book, which I'd always known was going to be written, and it was like the the thing just landed in my head and the title as well. So um, when I was asked, you know, who is this book for and what are you writing this book for? Like what's the audience? What's the outcome? And my answer to that was... I would like someone who's in pretty deep trouble in their life to be able to go to the library and borrow this book and have what they needed to kind of step them on the path for change or transformation and to really give them hope that there was a pathway out and these were the steps that they could take. But when I was talking to my daughter, um, who's incredibly insightful and intuitive, And we were just discussing various things. She's 12. And a big part of the narrative or the story, I guess, around the happiness hunter and the genesis and everything behind that was about me giving up drinking and changing my life through giving up drinking and starting meditation. But there's actually another piece around that story that I've never really shared much in the public forum before because I I didn't really feel like it was my story to share in a way, but also too, I think I was a little bit too close to it. And Vivi and I were discussing it this week and she said, you actually need to start talking about that and not the drinking. And I was like, that's very interesting that you've said that. So basically about 10 years ago, just over 10 years ago, uh, really was in a very difficult position in my life. But I actually made some decisions that put me in quite compromising positions, you know, in terms of 
um, really being an impoverished, homeless, single mother, um, trying to build a business while I was on Centrelink with the kids in creche, building websites and stuff, trying to make things work. And of course, nothing financially ever really added up, but I just, I kept going because I believed in my vision. And I think that's really this idea of this book is that it really doesn't matter where we are in our lives. We absolutely have the power within us in this present moment to change our future trajectory. And that's really now as I've sort of come to the point of real publication for this book where I'm actually, that, that's the story. It's truly a story of um, hope. Like wherever we are, we can change it. And if you apply what this book is teaching, which is what I've applied and which is what I've shared with hundreds and hundreds of people over the years, you can create change, but you have to actually do the application of it. You can't just read the book. There's actually action that needs to be taken with that as well. So yeah, in a nutshell, a very roundabout way, that's really why the book was written, just to help somebody who maybe doesn't have access to much finances, maybe has never come across any of this stuff before, but they know something needs to change, that they can just literally go to the library and borrow this book. And I love the really practical aspects of the book where it's about, okay, get a piece of paper now, draw a line and you're putting, you know, this. So there's no barrier to a person being able to do that, except potentially that thing that some people will say, oh, just skip over the exercises now and come back to them, that sort of thing. But really, if you take action, then amazing things can happen. I think to really truly create change or transformation, we need to be in a position of some pain. Like that's just the reality, whether we like it or not, right? But but the pain creates the opportunity or the opening for us to actually have the desire. That contrast gives us a desire for something different or something better. People that are kind of okay in their life or, um, you know, just don't really want to look at anything are not naturally going to want to read this book, I don't think, because it's going to, it's challenging, And you alluded to a moment ago that you have some vision. Tell me a little bit more. Where do you see this book going? So I have a vision that this book is available in every library across Australia. And I've got an idea to actually make that happen. And that that feels really exciting for me because I know when we originally connected, was this idea of actually developing the publicity strategy or the marketing strategy for this book. It just, it felt so overwhelming and so heavy and big because I'm not a publicist and Mm -hmm. I'm not a marketer. I'm a person who's written a book and I'm a person who can teach what is in the book. And I want to share that with people, you know, like in this kind of forum where you and I are having a conversation, very happy to do that. But actually getting from that point to that point was like, what's my, what's the bridge? What's the strategy for that? And I'm like, I'm just going to hand it over. Anyway, I've had this idea whereby basically if somebody buys a copy of the book, I will donate a copy of the book to a library and let them know what library it's going to be donated to. So it's actually like this brilliant marketing slash publicity strategy because how I'm going to get them to share that they've bought the book, and I don't mind where they buy it from, whether they buy it from me or online or through the audio book or whatever, have to take a screenshot, like a photo, share it on social media, tag me in it, and then I'll let them know in the comments what library the book goes to. That is very clever. 
and also generous. It's a great thing because our libraries are important. It's a place that a lot of people do go for respite of some kind and they are surrounded by books and whether they have money to buy books or not is irrelevant. But we know some people don't so that they can get access to this information is really, really important. So well done, though, with this strategy. I think it's genius. I know. And this is what happens. And then the other thing is that somebody suggested to me as well was ABC Radio. So they um, often are looking, you know, like radio is always looking for content and especially in the evenings, um, you know, overnight when there's all the night shift workers and they love to talk about books. So then I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's, I've got this two Two, two-pronged strategy basically where I'm going to just do this kind of bringing everybody along with the ride to get yes. to the vision yes, um, yes. and I would have done that anyway but I was like there's got to be a way where it doesn't just have to be on me like it doesn't just have to be me doing it we, we can build something around this this real sense of community around getting this book out because that's really what the book's teaching right like set yes. the vision yes. as big as you can like every library in Australia let's make mm-hmm. that happen together Um, And then with the ABC radio, just getting in touch with them. But then I'm like, the story about the story becomes the story. Indeed. That's absolutely right. Yes. So it's not just about me pitching a book because, you know, there's millions of books out there. It's like, what's the story behind that? And I think when I first embarked upon this, there were so many people who had walked the path ahead and shared and provided free resources for, for people to just stumble across or find when they're ready. And I really wanted to leave a contribution like that as well. Like that was really important to me. And that's part of the podcast as well. But I just was like, there's got to be a way where, you know, because the thing is, if you if you truly follow the steps outlined in this book, right? And I didn't make up that that's how it works. That's how it works. Like there's universal principles behind that. Like I'm just, this is my understanding of how it works. That's going to relate to some people, not to everybody, but to who it does. If you apply what's in the book, you're not going to be in that position for very much longer. Wherever you are, you're going to move. It's mm. because we're moving and taking action and creating an energy and a forward momentum mm. is we attract this law of attraction, right? We attract stuff to us. So because you're clear about what you want to do, and I think there's another really fascinating thing that you mentioned as well. You know, when your back's against the wall, you move. Now, I think personally, I'm one of the luckiest people in the world, right? Because the pain becomes so great that you have to create the change. Now, you're in a position of pain. You had to then behave in a way that you'd never done before that was deeply uncomfortable, but you had no choice. So we've got to stop fearing pain and adversity and challenges and struggle because if we really open to it, it enables us to grow. And I think, I'm sure you can relate to this. Like, honestly, I personally believe Creating a business and writing a book are two of the greatest personal development, honestly, exercises a person can ever do because there is no escaping from actually having to deal with your stuff to move forward. Yes, I'd be high-fiving you if we were in the same room. Yeah, I talk about the hero's journey. And initially it was the hero's journey of writing a book, but then it was the hero's journey of building a business. And absolutely the best personal development tool you could ever imagine is to start a business. And, you know, occasionally we want to just hide under the doona. Occasionally. <laughs> Not an option, but, yeah, you do need the other The other piece of this, of course, is that self-care is really important. And, of course, you cover that. So I'm just curious of the bridge now from the being homeless. And as you say, you're in the pain, so you get stuff done. How did it manifest? 
it was like this kind of thing, a whole lot of stuff had happened. And then I was just sort of in this position where I just have to do this. The happiness hunter is what I'm meant to do. This sense of empowerment that I felt and autonomy over my life and the fact that even though things were very difficult, I was choosing my own path, forging my own destiny. Something about that is very powerful, you know, when you really step into that space of feeling this is the purpose of my existence. Mm. And I just was really accepting of the fact that, you know, I was there because of my karma, basically, my past thoughts, my past feelings, my past beliefs, whatever, my past actions had got me to this point. And I had now the, the evidence to say, well, this is what it is. If you don't, you know, this is what you need to change to move you to where you want to go. And each of the moves I've had over the years, there's been several, have each had a purpose, like like healing. I've ended up over the years, um, kids and I lived with my mum for some time. We lived with my dad for a few weeks over the other side of town. We used to have to travel over the Westgate Bridge every day. During COVID, um, when we just were going into lockdowns, when I had to pivot the business and start homeschooling the kids, my two kids and I actually moved in with my ex and his wife and their daughter, and we stayed there for three months. And that was just the most incredibly challenging healing experience. And it was like, it's necessary for me to go through these experiences to move forward. It's like there's things that I can clean up here I don't have to wait till another lifetime or whatever to do it I can actually have this opportunity to do it now and so now I'm living in this amazing place in the school zone that we wanted to live in I've got water views I don't know if you can see out the back there in like million dollar views and it's I'm only here because I kept the vision and I kept working towards the vision and I think too when we are in a position like say for example with me where I'm teaching this stuff people resonate with experience and in deep knowing connects in a different way. So yes. I've always just accepted that what I, where I am and what I'm going through is necessary. And that's mm-hmm. been really, that's empowering too. It's like, okay, and I have the power to change it. So what am I going to do? What do I need to do? What scary action do I need to take? What gap needs to be overcome? What weakness do I need to address? You know, where do I need to tone it down? Like this constant need, I guess, if you will, to be checking in and deepening my self-awareness and self-understanding wouldn't have happened without all of those experiences. Mm, True. So there's no judgment to it. It's just like this is an experience I need to have. And a very empowering position to share as well. So more power to you for writing the book and helping people who don't necessarily have a connection with you per se. They find the book in the library or they happen to listen to your podcast as well because podcasts are so popular, aren't they? But um, tell me, what tips would you have for anybody who's thinking of writing a book? I always ask the authors this because you've done it now. You've gone the distance ask yourself, what is it that I have to share and who is it for and why is it important? Mm. And be able to keep bringing yourself back to that and to just like all the way through, I was like, you know, this is for somebody who will maybe never meet me, who will, um, you know, maybe they're never going to be able to, you know, fully turn it around, whatever, doesn't matter. How can I help them feel better today in their life where they are and genuinely coming at it from a place of service rather than from a place of, this is going to make me famous or a top 10 book or whatever, even though I've set goals around that because Mm -hmm. I think it's important to have those extrinsic motivational factors. But 
I think it needs to be intrinsically motivated. You need to, it needs to be an internal motivation. And if you don't have it, then it's going to be an empty exercise. Also, the thing about it is that if that urge, that gnawing, that we call it a calling in hero's journey, if that never goes away, then sorry, but you really do need to write that book. I think you just got to go, what, it, what is it that I am here to share? And who is it for? And how do I want them to feel? What do I want them to walk away with? So like, even for me, I was like, I don't want, it's not, this is not about people having to go to my website and give me their email address. It's like, because I know, I've been in business long enough. Honestly, I know if people want to reach out to me, they'll reach out to me. So I thought, I just want someone to be able to read this book and enjoy it without feeling like they're on a big sales pitch. But on this point though, where can they get the book? What's the best place for people listening to be able to go to? There will be a page on my website. Um, so thehappinesshunter.com, it is possible. But it will be available through all online retailers and also on Audible or any book streaming device will be available. So you can download it there as well. Or you can go to your local library because it should be there too. Well, thank you so much, Fiona, for writing this wonderful book, for sharing your wisdom with my audience and for just generally being there and being you, because I think you're doing some wonderful work through The Happiness Hunter, through the podcast, through all of the beautiful things that you do. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this conversation I have with Jane, and I will look forward to speaking to you next episode. And don't forget, you can check out the book at thehappinesshunter.com forward slash it is possible.